Good morning. Today is Tuesday, um, August the 22nd, year of our Lord, 2023. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for Good morning, Saints. Happy Tuesday. God is the potter, and we are the clay, and we pray that we will be a vessel of honor unto Him. Amen? Amen. Make the silver final. 
Amen. I'd love to know where your t-shirt come from. It was a gift from, I think, Rachel O'Brien, right? Jew-ish. Got a little Jew in me. I'm Jew-ish. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I like it. I like it. Uh, Lord, I want to be your vessel. That's what our prayer is. Amen. Well, we're glad to be back with you. We had a great weekend, a busy weekend. Oh, my gosh, how busy it was. I'm still tired. I don't think I have caught up from the weekend yet. Too many service, too many too many things, but it was a great weekend serving the King. So we want to jump in here. I want to ask you guys to pray for us. I believe that we are supposed to record four new songs and I have scheduled some time in the recording studio in Nashville and uh, so pray for us to be able to get four new songs it's uh, Proclaim, Crying Out The Story and Messianic Mountain Soul and uh, so be lifting us up to the Lord about that and uh, I'll talk more about it in the future Proverbs chapter 17, Proverbs chapter 17, last week, last Friday, we got up to verse 20. Today, we'll be starting with verse 21, verse 21, and uh, hopefully, ooh, I lost my place, hopefully, we'll have a good Bible study. Lord be with us as we study your holy word this morning with everyone who listens these brothers and sisters that's live, we're together here on the internet using it for good. And those who will watch throughout the day and tonight and even in the future, may you speak to your people and disciple them in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 21 says, Proverbs 17, 21. Oh, yeah, hold on. Captions. It says, oh, yeah, hold it on. It says, oh, yeah, hold on. What, what version are you using? He who begets a scoffer does so to his sorrow, and a father of a fool has no joy. Now, a scoffer or the fool is talking about raising a child that becomes a scoffer. It rejects the faith, rejects the ways that you've been trying to teach them. And uh, it's heartbreaking, is it not? It's a... One who mocks, I mean, it breaks the heart. I looked at a statistic this morning. Uh, this this uh, study was done in 2017. And if I understood this statistic right, it's kind of scary. But it's saying that there's only 37% of parents are passing on their faith or 37% of parents are concerned with passing on their faith to their children. And 34%, this was done in 2017, 34% of children find the church somewhere they want to go. Now, that's heartbreaking. I mean, we are called and commissioned to train up a child in the way that they will go, right? Uh, and it is heartbreaking to think about this, that we're, we're not doing a good job. Think about it. 
we have not done a great job at passing on our faith to our kids. Generally speaking, as Americans, let me say that as Americans. I'm really, this study was done in America, by the way, uh, where everything else is grabbing our kids and pulling them away. And people are getting so involved that faith is becoming, it, like it, it's, faith is still very strong to the older parents and they love their faith, but somehow there's there's become a disconnect. And uh, if that study is true, that is really heartbreaking. And we think about the sorrow that comes to a parent. You know, uh, when Lisa and I were walking, matter of fact, Mom and I started walking yesterday, y'all. Yeah, Before daybreak, we went walking. And so we're going to start trying to work on these temples. Because <laughs> me and mom's yeah. wanting to get a healthy. It's time to bring that remodel home, baby. Yeah, come on. Uh, but while we're walking, I said, you know, I, I was thinking about Absalom. I had this Absalom. I was thinking about this proverb, uh, how a foolish son, a scoffing son, you know, brings sorrow to his father or, uh, you know, his parents. There's no joy. I, I thought immediately about Absalom, who was one of David's sons. King David's sons. He kills one of his brothers. Now, his brother did something bad. And that does not excuse his brother, but he kills his brother. And then over a period of time, he just becomes such a rebellious young man. He turns against his father. He uh, really turns against his father as king. He, uh, I mean, comes against his father, runs his father out of the kingdom, actually. His father leaves the kingdom. King David leaves the kingdom, and Absalom goes in and lies with all of his dad's concubines, and such disgrace, such immoral disgrace he brought to his father and it was just that's terrible right and so he got it in the end he got it in the end right he died young and he got it in the end but just this is just talking about the heartbreak the heartbreak and so we need to pray for our children we all need to pray for our children proverbs seventeen twenty two. A merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bone. No doubt that this is where the saying comes from. Uh, what is, is, now I can't remember. Laughter is good medicine. Is that La laughter does good, good like a medicine? medicine? There's no doubt this is where it comes from. There's no, this is, there's no doubt that this is why we love comedians. I'm speaking of myself, I guess. I love a clean comedian. I love listening to comedians. I really do. I, I don't want to listen to vulgar comedians, but I'm saying I love clean comedians, but like uh, Tim uh, Hawkins. Hawkins, Tim Hawkins. What's the, what's the other guy I like so much? Brad Stein. Brad Stein. Uh, just, I love to laugh. Don't you love to laugh? It It's like healing. There's all kinds of medicine that God has put into this world, and it is healthy. It is healthful to be cheerful. Yeah. It is healthful. It is healthy to be cheerful. It helps us. It helps our heart. But a broken spirit dries the bone. Broken. Our dry, our, our, it doesn't just suck the life out of us. 
it sucks the life out of everybody around you too, doesn't it? And God help us. You know, I've been praying a lot. Uh, my family knows Dad, me, Pastor Scott has been dealing with a lot of anxiety lately. I, I don't know exactly why. My wife is, you know, Lisa's telling me I need to go get my hormone levels checked, and, and maybe I do. I've been having a harder time recently dealing with uh, anxieties, you know. I'm feeling overwhelmed too much. And... Uh, not exactly sure why. I do think, you know, we started, Lisa and I started yesterday morning. I do think exercising and getting in a routine of exercise is going to help us because that does good. It's going to help our um, Brains. brain. You uh, had something you want to say, darling? Uh, yeah, you may get to this, but I think it goes along with the one before it. Like the father who doesn't have, you know, who it says, and the father of a fool has no joy. And then we get to see a little bit of that. It crushes his spirit. A joyful heart does good like medicine. Yeah. And he doesn't have a joyful heart because right. his son is a fool. And so. It brings that brings dryness that. to oh. the bones, you know. And the bones here just talks about it. It just dries us up to the core, you know. So, amen. We want to have a heart of joy. Uh, we want to have a merry heart. And it's going to bless you and it's going to bless those around you. Uh, Lisa and I recently were like, we've been, uh, well, it was last week we talked about trying to get out of any negative speech. <laughs> it's kind of hard to do sometimes. <laughs> Amen. All right, let's go to the next one. A wicked man accepts a bribe behind the back to pervert, to pervert the ways of justice. I was talking to a man this weekend. We were having services, and uh, after the service at Trey Park, our brother came up and was talking to me about the service, and we got to talking about it's, it's hard not to talk about what's going on in our world, what's going on in our government, what's what's happening. And uh, he said, and, and we were talking about how we just live in a time to where people, some people, some people are not accountable. Some people are just not accountable, and that's just the facts. I mean, we hate it. We don't want to think any. Nobody is above God's law, but the laws of the land, fact is, people can be bribed today, and you can bribe people to testify falsely. We've talked about this before, but I thought today maybe we would see that it's always been that way. I thought we would might even look at the soldiers here. thought it would be a good chance to look at the soldiers over in Matthew 28, when Jesus was crucified and when he was buried, remember that the leaders, the Jewish leaders said, this, this, this blasphemer said he was going to rise from the dead in three days. They understood exactly what Jesus said was going to take place. So they asked the governor to give them a watch to make the grave secure in case somebody wanted to come steal the body. And so, therefore, they did. Matthew 28, uh, you'll find this. And so they, he said, okay, you have your guard. So Roman guards guard the tomb. You know what happens. We know what happens. Angel of the Lord comes down. The men become like dead men. The stone is rolled back, not to let Jesus out, but to let the disciples be able to come in and see that he had risen. Uh because the body he resurrected did could go through walls, by the way. But 
they became dead men, and then when and the body of Yeshua was gone, right? Well, what happened in verse thirteen? We find that. Well, verse 12, it says, And when they had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they told them what had took place. It says, They gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, saying, Tell, tell them his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. Now listen to verse 14. And if this comes to the governor's ears... We will appease him and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were in, instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews unto this day. Matthew, as he's writing this book, he's like, it's still being said by these people. But let me tell you what happened. Now, this is a contradiction. Because here's the reality. If Roman soldiers was making sure the tomb and the disciples were actually able to steal the body, all of the Roman soldiers would be put to death. Not one of them would be li living. And the Jewish leaders knew this, and they're like, okay, we're going to give you a bunch of money, and here's what you need to say. His disciples came, and we all fell asleep. His disciples came, and they stole the body away. And so they're like, okay, I mean, this is me now. But what if the governor hears? He'll kill us. I will take care of the governor. Don't you worry about the governor. We will secure him. We'll make sure you're safe. You see, when you've got enough money and you're rich enough, you can pay off people. It worked then. It works today. It's a sad, sad sight. The only judge that nobody can pay off is the Lord God Almighty. Mm -hmm. You ain't paying him off, but Jesus paid him off and made a way it paid in full for the sins of whosoever will that will turn in repentance and faith and receive the Lord Jesus. Their sins will be paid for. But outside of that, there's going to be a reckoning. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. That's not to say there aren't some righteous judges, y'all. We know that there are some men who have integrity who are... Absolutely. You know, who are, and most of them are following after the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely see that there is corruption. Amen. And lots of it. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, I, I know there's good government officials everywhere. But but we also know that this is a, a reality that we live with. And we talked about that actually several times. Proverbs keeps coming back to that justice and judgment kind of feeling. And... Uh, those who pervert just, justice by taking bribes. Okay, verse 24. i got to move this up here. All right, here we go. Boom. Verse 24. Wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding, but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. Wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding. Um, there's a pair of glasses that someone who is wise puts on, okay, in a sense. And he puts on these pairs of glasses that says, uh, let's not jump to conclusions here. Let's look at this from every angle. You know, he sees things, but he, but he tries to, someone with wisdom is really trying to see the truth. He's not trying to jump to conclusions. He's trying to actually focus 
on the reality. And that's what we need to, that's why I thank God we have good judges that do this as well and good jurors who do this as well. And we thank God for them because they have a wisdom and they will try to see things for what is true. But the fool is at the end of the earth. He can't focus. He cannot uh, see correctly. He can't get his eyes right. He's looking at everything and he's looking at things wrong and he's jumping to conclusions real fast. I think this is why riots take place. What do you think? Uh, foolish people, they just start jumping to conclusions. Some people just jump in because it's what everybody else is doing. I don't know why. Why are you upset? I don't know why I'm upset. Everybody around me is upset, and that's why I'm upset. I'm just joining with the crowd. Well, that's kind of foolish. I think it's silly to go with the crowd. I think sometimes it's because you know most of those things are are spiritually led. Yeah. But not by good spirits. Yeah. Okay, and I think that oftentimes, and I don't mean to use the term spiritually simple people. Yeah. Can be moved by any kind of spirit. Yeah. Now, th that being said, okay, just think about how hard this is today. I, I honestly believe seeing clearly is harder today than any time. Family. Mm -hmm. Amen. I really do. Why? Well, be because lots of reasons, but we got, we got these things, right? And we've got social media, we've got YouTube, we've got uh, TikTok, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got MSNBC, we've got CNN, we've got Fox News. We It's like everybody's telling a different story. Who's telling the truth? Yeah, it's like the word Who's the telling the truth? This one sounds right until the next one sounds Exactly. Right. Yeah, and, and you hear something, you're like, well, that sounds right. You know, recently we had a man tell us, he said, you know what, I've quit paying attention to what's going on around the world. Mm -hmm. He said, because it's all I can handle as a dad just to watch after my kids and keep up with my job and my kids and what's going on in their lives. I just can't handle all that. It's too much information. It's, it's, it's getting me unfocused, right? So seeing with understanding is probably, especially now that we live in a time, and listen to this, you don't even know if what you're watching on YouTube is true. Right. Amen? Amen. With AI and the ability, the ability of AI now, and, and people have the ability to take words and put them in. It sounds just like somebody saying, we used to say seeing is believing. It's not now. You do not know if it's true or not. You see somebody saying something on YouTube and you're like, I can't believe he just said that. Well, we don't know for sure that he did. There has been, as test, entire speeches put in. So we have to be careful. I guess we'll just stop there today. We'll stop at 24, and then we'll take up 25. Tomorrow, a foolish son is a grief to his father, bitterness to her who bore him. Can, can I well, say something? Ending yeah, you can that, say something. Yeah, come on. I have a Matthew 6.34 referenced for that verse, for yeah. me anyways, because it talks about, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, right. for the day is its trouble. And in that sense of, of don't be foolish and always look into the, to the ends of the earth, like look into tomorrow, look into the next thing instead mm -hmm. of there's wisdom in looking to what needs to happen today, mm -hmm. just worrying about today, <laughs> not thinking about and looking to tomorrow. What am I going to do? How am I going to take care of that? 
Right. You know, Tomorrow's got enough trouble of its own. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, it's foolish. Right. Don't don't fall into that. Be wise and discerning. Sufficient for the day is it's the a trouble thereof. Yeah. Amen. Sufficient for the day. That's all we can handle is today. Amen. Amen. And and the way to handle today is keep your mind stayed on Him. The scripture says you keep him in perfect peace. In other words, God keeps the one in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on him. That means locked in. Yeah. You know, Amen. keep your eyes on him. And that is hard. That takes Amen. a lot of... Um, Maybe someday in the future yeah. I'll figure out a program to where I can switch the camera and you can see them when they're talking as well. Thank you for being here this morning. Uh, thank you for studying the word of God. I believe it pleases your father when you're opening his word and reading it and thinking about it. Amen? Thinking about the Proverbs. And I love to hear your opinions on the Proverbs too. You have the Holy Spirit, just like we have the Holy Spirit. And let the word of God speak to you. All right, well, let's say the Lord's Prayer and we'll get off here for Tuesday. Are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen? Amen. I love you, saints. Thanks for being here. I do appreciate it. We'll see you, Lord willing. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, 8 a.m.